I am John, Wookiee impersonator and a Ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. Eric of the Loch Ness and Jacob. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Hey, here we go. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. I'm John, your host, and today I've got Rob with us. Say hello, Rob. Hey guys, how's it going? Got anything to add this week? Anything cool happen? Oh boy. No. This right. week was decidedly uncool, actually. <laughs> so uh, I will not talk about any of that medical drama and instead talk about Jet City that I'm looking forward to coming at the end of next week. Yeah. The week that this goes out, you'll actually be listening to this the same week that Jet City's going on. There All right. Go. And we have Jason with us. Jason, say hello. He just hello. made an events calendar for us, which I yes. just put up live today. Yep. Looking cool. Got anything to add, or just that's it, Jason? Nothing to add, no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the usual then, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> and today we're joined by Lee. Lee, how's Hello, things? Hello, Geek World. How's things? Things are good. Things are good, except for my ability to hear how's things, which apparently is not very good. But other than that, things are great. All right, all right. Well, guys, I got something special for you here today. I've got a really cool guest. Uh, a lot of you probably already know who he is. The geek father himself, Chris Perillo. <laughs> yes. Oh, was that my cue? Yeah, there like, you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Chris? Uh, it's going well. We uh, we just got back from a weekend excursion, uh, picking up uh, or the, the, the remainder of the Halloween costumes for the family. We're going to try to dress up our daughter Jedi as Darth Vader with a tutu. <laughs> as you do. As you do. I think yeah, I'm... we found you know found some pretty good uh, sales around town too. Oh, that's good. What where store did you hit up? You know, I, I we all tend to have our favorites, but um, I, uh, I actually went to uh, Fred Meyer based on something you said. You tweeted last night the two two t-shirts for ten bucks. Yeah, well, uh, they were ten dollars each, right? Oh, I didn't. I wasn't sure if it was two for ten or, or ten each. But uh, I went looking, and what whichever Fred Meyer store I tried, it, it, I couldn't find a section. So. I did. I, I came home empty-handed with that, but I, I was waiting on the uh, the Hero Masters Return of the Jedi set because I uh, collect Darth Vader stuff, and uh, they had the Emperor's Wrath Darth Vader Hero Master in the set, but I wasn't willing to spend fifty. Uh, but that's now like twenty-five percent off or what have you. So I would say it was a pretty steep discount. So I ended up picking that up, and I was happy. Cool, cool. Yeah, I've been liking the Value Village for costumes lately. I don't know if you've been in one lately, but they have like a million costumes. Yep. Speaking of costumes, you know. <laughs> so, Chris, what I'd like to know is, um, you know, in my opinion, you've become quite the Internet sensation here with, uh, I think last I looked, you had something over 300,000 subscribers on YouTube. and um, Ish. Ish, yeah. <laughs> How did this all come about? Do you have any idea? Uh, well, you know, I've been doing what it is that I've been doing for a long time. So, you know, it's, it's not that I just started last week. It's not that uh, I started when YouTube started or even Twitter. You know, I, I've been online doing things or being pretty active uh, since 1996, at least professionally. So my career for the greater part of 20 years has 
has been this, whatever, whatever this is. You know? <laughs> uh, and as you introduced, you, you know, you're, you're using a, a term that I kind of started to apply to myself. I'm a geek father and, and it's true. And I became a geek father last year. And that's very much a part of my identity. Being a, being a dad is as much Chris Perillo as, uh, as Star Wars is. And you're not only just like a Star Wars comic or collectible kind of geek, you're also like a tech geek as well, right? Uh, to a certain degree. Um, I, you know, again, just uh, for a bit of perspective, um, I, I've been dealing with tech in terms of, uh, you know, professionally uh, for a long time. And my perspectives on tech at this stage tend to be a bit different than what you might find from uh, journalists or bloggers or people who talk about tech all the time. I take a, a, a more calculated approach, a less cavalier approach. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, when I, t- when I look at technology now, it's, it's not a gee whiz exciting thing as much as it might be, okay, this tool gets me excited. You know, what it does for me gets, gets me excited, not technology for the sake of technology. Sure. And that's a stark contrast between myself and other people out there who might put themselves out there as people who enjoy tech. I enjoy tech because it's a series of screwdrivers, right? <laughs> yeah. And, um, different sizes, different shapes. They got different re- you know, reasons to exist. It's a toolbox, and technology fits squarely within it. Um, but it's, it's, not, uh, uh, it's not the same to me as, as say, uh, something like Star Wars is, where Star Wars doesn't have to be anything but itself. Yeah, you're kind of, I guess, in a sense, you take the tech and you kind of figure out, how does this work into my life, and where is it going to be useful, and how cool yeah. is it that it's useful in this way? And, and I've always, always done that, going all the way back to the beginning of uh, LockerGnome.com, which is, uh, I guess, a site. It, I, I say, I guess it's a website. No one uses the web anymore. It's like <laughs> if it's if it's not on uh, social, it doesn't exist. Um, which is very, very frustrating to say the least. But you know, I, I I've certainly put my thoughts out there, put my opinions out there, and when I when I speak to a certain issue, it's it's my belief that it's worth talking about, not just because it's. Uh, it is for the sake of what it is. It's it's worth talking about. I like I like talking about topics that actually matter to me in the realm of technology. Yeah, you guys got anything to ask him about tech? Oh, I'm dying to know, uh, Chris. I'm about to become a geek father twice <laughs> uh, in December, and so and that's I mean it's great. It's a great territory to be in for a geek dad because you've got Anakin's done it. Uh, Magneto did it for a while, but I don't think he's a dad anymore, and that's weird. Uh, but you as a geek father, I am fascinated on any tips for a new geek father, uh, what I should now go in. And he's about to have twins. Wow. Twins. Uh, yeah, good luck. Uh, <laughs> because one is enough uh, for, for us. Uh, you know, honestly... And this is—it's a general. Uh, this is my approach. You're—you'll—you'll you'll find your way, and it sounds really strange, but there's no holocron that you can you know, resort to. <laughs> Even if you could, you know that 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 Jedi Master is only going. Their advice is only going to apply for a certain range of experiences. But uh, you know, don't. How do, how do I say this? Don't worry about what other people tell you to do. As odd as it sounds, because you're asking what you know any advice yeah my advice is don't listen to anybody else and, and it, it sounds weird 
But people are going to tell you, oh, you got to do this and you got, oh, you're doing it wrong. And oh, my God, I can't believe this. Like, you know what? Shut up. It's not your kid. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I, I get, uh, you know, because I, I, I put my family life, you know, out there and we, we vlog every day. And so basically every day, Star, I'm putting Star Wars out there, whether I mean to or not. Um, and, uh, you know, there, there are, of course, people out there that will judge. And there doesn't matter what you do, who you are, what your background, what you're talking about. Someone out there is going to judge. And there are, you know, people out there say, well, I would never, you know, ever, you know, show my daughter or have her wear something with Star Wars on it for boys. And I said, well, I'll keep that in mind should you and I ever decide to have a kid together. Which, you know, <laughs> you just, you just, I'm not, it's, that's a nice way of saying just shut up. So... <laughs> You, you know, if you're if you're running into an issue, if you're looking, you know, to, you know, you're, you're working your way through something, there's no right way to be a parent. There's no wrong way to be. A, I mean, there's a lot of wrong things you can do. Um, but the, ultimately, your path is going to be different from somebody else's path. And that, I think, is uh, I mean, it's the same way throughout life. But don't look to, to anybody and think, oh, I need to be like a parent like that. You're going to do things differently. And, and that's fine. That's OK. And, and so I, I think knowing that you have that freedom uh, I think to me would be very, very freeing. You just, you're going to hear a lot of advice and a lot, you may have to nod your head, but you know, most of it you could ignore. <laughs> Great advice. Uh, and the last that I'll be listening to. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find your way. And don't also uh, another, if I had a recommendation, don't overbuy. Oh, I can't listen anymore. Sorry. Okay. never mind. <laughs> no, go ahead. Please, please. Just one more thing. He, he said, don't overbuy. Don't overbuy. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like, don't go overboard. Like, oh, we need to get this, 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 this. Like, just you'll you'll get it when you need to get it. Don't worry about. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, we've been we've been big fans of the buy nothing stuff. So we have really? a in the basement. We've got a mound of things. Uh, my wife and I call Mount Gemini, waiting for the children. Perfect. Uh, and let's kind of see where it goes from there. So that sounds like super helpful advice. Well, and John also mentioned uh, like a, like a whether it's a consignment store, a thrift store. I would pretty much buy most, if not all, of, of your child's needs uh, through one of those outlets. I mean, minus certain exceptions, uh, if only because they're they're going to they're going to grow quickly. And by the time you spend you know ten dollars on you know an item that you could have spent fifty cents on, you know they're going to outgrow it. So you can save you can save a lot by going that way. Not recommended for collectibles. Very recommended for baby clothes. Awesome. <laughs> I've also told my wife that if I do turn to the dark side, which arguably happens regularly, but if that if that becomes permanent, please do not hide the children on my home planet because that just doesn't feel like a good idea. Man, man see, I got lucky that because uh, my my mom's name's Judy, my uh, mother-in-law's name's Elia, my wife's name's Diana, so that's J E D. And we were a hop, skip, and a jump from uh, Jedi, so we just said, oh, you know, the eyes, you can decide what the eye is short for. Ithorian, ice cream, Ichabod Crane. <laughs> so, you know, I will tell you, I will be extremely disappointed, but understand that if, if you do not name your children something Star Wars, it's that's a, it's personal to you. It's personal. I, I just wonder how it's going to be when she grows up and realizes what she's named. Has she already realized what she's named after? No, nah, probably not. No, no. She has no context. Yeah. She's, she's like barely a, a year old. Like she, her, her word is yeah. <laughs> that's the only word she knows. Yeah. That's, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Which is yeah. still better naming than Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a friend who named his kids Ben, Anakin, and Luke. And when they got older and in school and the prequels came out, that kind of became an issue for him. Mm. 
Well, I'd imagine that uh, a generic. Well, even though Jedi, the root is actually Hebrew, and I'm not religious at all. I, my my background, I'm Italian. My wife's Mexican. Like you know, if I we were we we are lapsed Catholics. So it, it, like the, the foundation is just weird, but it's actually short for Jedediah. Yeah. Um, which would be a, a typical male name, but you know, honestly, it, it Jedi fits her. It it's really a girl's does. name. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it can be, it, it can be anything, and and, and I, I've I've kind of taken up the, uh, uh, you know, I, I picked up, I guess, I don't know what you would call it, um, picked up the the cause of uh, uh, just gender neutrality yeah. in general, anyway, like with toys and with uh, with you know, clothes, whatever, you know, I, I think a lot of gender stereotypes get thrown out there, and it, it does more harm than good. So we've actually taken a pretty open approach. There's actually a really nice guy. I've only known him in social. Is man vs or versus pink man vs pink <laughs> and his daughter i mean he's he's raising her you know in, in a general de- gender neutral way um and i mean you can even look look at andy gutierrez uh the goots you know from, from star wars i mean you, you want to talk about you know the ultimate in, in saying you know for anybody who would say oh star wars is just a boys thing it, it upsets me so so much when 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 people try to lay that down on me i'm like really Nah, there's a ton of girls who are into Star Wars. Just look at Star Wars Celebration. I mean, it was right. like 50-50 at the, at the least. Well, and, and Ahsoka Tano. No, she, yeah. she, come on. That's, <laughs> she's not a Jedi. She's not a real Jedi, right? She's a cartoon, right? She's like the most popular character at the moment. Oh, yeah. So, so you know, you, it's, you, you become a dad. You're a geek anyway. You love Star Wars. You become a dad. It, I mean, you can still be yourself, but... You suddenly uh, certain certain different things are going to become important. Yeah, good stuff. Chris, why don't you tell everybody exactly where they can follow you online, where they can find out about Geek Father, and uh, learn about all your stuff? Sure thing. I'm everywhere on social. Just look my name up. Uh, if you Google it or Bing it, I'm sure. And even if you misspell it, it will likely be corrected. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm not too worried about the spelling of the name. Uh, you know, I uh, I'm on Twitter, Chris Perillo. Geek Father is just a hashtag. It's not anything I own. It's just I, I did it that way because I do a vlog every day, and I I'd been I, I did over a thousand of them, um, even even in becoming a father, and then ultimately decided to just you know reset the the daily vlog, which is just a video diary of sorts of me sh- sharing what happened in that day, um, and a lot of Star Wars stuff shows up a lot. Yeah, uh, like it's it's a given. It's going to show up. Uh, as I said today, I picked up a, a set of the Hero Mashers at a, at a really, to me, a pretty steep discount, or steep enough uh, for me to you know, plunge. Uh, but I also found the Star Wars Pop Chips, so I was happy <laughs> to, to get those as well. Um, so so I, I, Geek Father is just a hashtag, so you just look up the hashtag Geek Father. Yeah. And I did it that way, to, you know, and I don't know if it's ever going to go anywhere, but just if anybody ever searches for the hashtag Geek Father, they'll see that there's at least one other person out there who's living life as a geek, but also a father, and these are just parts of our identity. Cool, cool. I know you are huge into Star Wars, <laughs> you know, obviously. <laughs> you think? Yeah. And uh, my my first question for you is, how the heck did you get Disney to send you down there to do the unboxing for the, I mean, or Hasbro, whoever it was that sent you down there, for the unboxing of the Millennium Falcon? Well, on TV, that was awesome. Well, I'd tell you, but I'd have to kill you. I, I, <laughs> I'd have to force choke you through the internet. Um, 
No, it's <laughs> it's it, uh, you know what? It was a dream come true. I, I tell you, um, that that absolutely. And I've done a lot of things in twenty years. That was a highlight of my career. And I mind you, I hosted a TV show on cable TV for two years, two full years. <laughs> I hosted a show, and, and I did some good stuff there, but uh, the highlight of my career was absolutely at Lucasfilm. For, for 15 minutes, I was on cl- uh, Cloud City 9. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was, uh, I'd say I lucked into it, but, you know, I, I also believe, you know, you make your own luck. So, uh, for the, the, the past couple of years, I've been with what they call an MCN, uh, and anybody theoretically can join an MCN or is often invited to an MCN on YouTube. And allegedly, or theoretically, what an MCN a multi-channel network will do is help match what you do with potential engagements. And I made it very, very clear in the beginning, and this was a couple years ago, I said, look, you know, if you ever do anything with Star Wars, yeah, I know tech, whatever. Yeah, I can do tech in my sleep. It's not a big deal. And tech is everywhere, and it's great. And I love doing it for, 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 for that because people come to me. They're looking for advice in, in, in the realm of technology where it matters to them. Uh, and I'm happy to do it, but I said, you know, my, my, my real passions and interests lie in, in Star Wars. And, you know, on, on YouTube, it's, it's, it's just the opposite. You don't see a lot of Star Wars YouTubers. There are definitely people who do it, uh, like Star Geek, who's actually a Seattle, uh, local Seattle. As you, as you yeah, know. yeah, uh, I met him last, uh, last month at uh, one of the, the meetups. local club events. Yeah, yeah meetups. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, Hello Greedo. Uh, what is it? Uh, oh, da- oh, what's, his, what's his handle? Dash. Oh, God. Oh, it's killing me. I, 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 can't, I can't remember his handle. Uh, but anyway, there, there are a handful versus tech, and there are tons of them. I mean, like, you, 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 there's tons of tech on YouTube. You just can't avoid it. So uh, basically, long story short, and I'm sorry, I'm a talker, uh, which is great for broadcasting, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you, But you asked, and, and it was me basically uh, sowing the seeds and saying – or planting those seeds – and waiting for them to germinate, um, I went to Star Wars Celebration, connected with, with people down there. Maker is my MCN, and Maker was acquired by Disney after I had joined them. And I ah. made it again very, very clear. I'm like, if you ever do anything. So they contacted me. They called up and just in an afternoon, and they said, okay, Chris, we've got something for you. Now, this is with Star Wars. And it's not, and and it, this is, and this is something that I, I, I'm okay to say. It wasn't a paid engagement, I, and I'm thinking, God, how much would I have to pay you? Like, like <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, mean, I would, you know, I would, I would give it anything, because uh, that's what was going through my mind. They said, well, it's, it's not that. And I said, well, this is. They said, but you know, would you want to participate in this? They said this thing called Force Friday. I'm like, oh, I know. I'm like the Force Friday countdown. I got the calendar from Hasbro. I'm good. And I said, the only thing I want, I said, the only thing is uh, action figures. Can you get me figures? That's the only thing I wanted. I said, and I told him, I was very clear. I said, now, don't don't get me wrong. I can't just get paid in action figures necessarily in the future. Uh, but it was joking. It was kind of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't a paid engagement. Um, and, you know, I, uh, and and honestly, I, 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 and I even told the, their PR uh, team, I, I said, don't get me wrong. I would have paid you for this. I'm glad I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but it was a uh, once in a lifetime experience that uh, I just can't, I can't explain. As it, other than they knew that I had a, a deep interest and in, in not only just an interest, but also had been producing, you know, content or video and, uh, you know, Star Wars 
absolutely a part of my life. So I wasn't just a Johnny come lately, you know, just, you know, tacked onto an engagement. Yeah. Um, and they also knew I had the ability to execute. So I don't know how I became the anchor. I mean, it was, but that was what was offered. And I mean, they didn't even have to finish the sentence and I'm like, I'm in. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, in. yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm in. And, and uh, you know, so basically, you know, I went from sitting on the sidelines to sitting on the, you know, basically be in my estimation, the closest thing I could be, be to ever being in the Super Bowl and a quarterback in the Super Bowl, <laughs> uh, you know, and it was, uh, it was amazing. And I told him, you know, I, I was just uh, effusive. Uh, it was, uh, it was great. I, I, I have, uh, I do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Oh, I would love to do something like that. I mean, it was a coordinated event all over the world. I saw things from, I mean, here, there were things in Japan, the UK, Australia, I mean, well, just everywhere. You know, so, so the thing about it is in, in what, I may have explained this at points in the past, but uh, the uh, uh, to me it was rather unprecedented in the sense that this, yes, was awareness for the toys and the merchandise around uh, The Force Awakens and Star Wars in general, but that's what we want as, as collectors, as fans, as, you know, as, as people who love this stuff. Um, but they actually, in Disney and Lucasfilm and everybody, Maker, everybody involved, involved fans in every possible way that they could. And I think that's where Disney deserves a great degree of uh, uh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, like I said, it felt like when I got when I was able to do my thing, and I kind of joked with, well, it was a very subtle joke, but uh, during the, the broadcast, very few people caught it, but I, I picked up the BB-8. Uh, and by the way, no, I didn't get any toys. I didn't get any figures. Uh, <laughs> I almost asked if I could take it home, but I was like, that's a little weird. I'm like, I did this thing, and I got this great experience. I'm fine. I don't need anything. Although that's my uh, – for Santa Claus, my, my letter is, dear Santa Claus, I want the new Millennium Falcon. You know, lo- I've been a good boy this year. Chris. Uh, so uh, – uh, Mine is for that BB-8 droid. <laughs> no, funny. Uh, well, you know, Spiro. I uh, – Oh, the Spiro? Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so usable. Um, and, and speaking from a technologist's perspective, it's a very Sphero was put on the map because of that specific branding or that license. So I joked in the broadcast, look, it's it's got 360 degrees of articulation. <laughs> and in that, you know, I'm because I'm a big five POA fan. It's what I grew up on. I like, you know, I like that. It doesn't bother me the same way it bothers some collectors. And I made light of it. There was a group that laughed. They chuckled. It was like a, a range of guffaws off to the side. I found out after the broadcast, that was the toy group at Lucasfilm uh, that that laughed at that, me saying 360 articulation. They would be the only ones in that room who would get it. Because <laughs> they know collectors are like, wow, you know, it doesn't have, it's, what's this, 5 POA? <laughs> but I love it. I love, I love, 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 love. Five uh, POA, I, but then again, I like a super articulated figure. Um, I've I've honestly become a fan of the new Elite series that Disney's been putting oh, out, mostly wow, yeah. the Black series, which I wasn't all that impressed with. And I'm glad I watched your unboxing of the, the Kylo Ren six inch uh, Black series Hasbro. I'm glad that the uh, the lightsaber with the, uh, the the I guess on the hilt that that was addressed. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> not when broken. You it together. <laughs> yeah, you know it was uh, uh you know I, I just I like what we have in that because I, I remember a very dark period where we didn't have anything i remember after uh, kenner stopped producing th- these action figures the star wars figures honestly i can tell you that's when my love kind of fell away it was like yeah i i got I, I was older you know heading into high school I, you know, college and there was no new star wars stuff that was going on 
uh, yeah. still very much a nerd. But, exactly you know, the same. Exactly the same. I, it, I, I, I went away from the Star Wars and, you know, you know, thought I had to grow up, got a job at Xerox and, yeah. you know. You know, and, and, and that's the thing is, is I remember I was in college when the Bendems came out and I thought, oh, my God, <laughs> this is like, this is stupid. I'm not, I'm not going to buy it. But like, you know, wow. And then, and then, and then, and then those stupid buff He-Man-esque Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Story, like, what, they worked out? Like, what have they been doing? They got, are they on steroids? What's going on with the power of the force? But you know what? I bought them. Yeah, I did too. I still I have like uh, I have the first Kenner box of those, the the shipping box full of the first run, still in my. You know, it, <laughs> but it was it, after I had that that dry period. It was just I had this insatiable appetite, and you know, it, it's a uh, it's inexplicable, uh, you know, because I, I I don't think there there was ever. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of collecting over the years. I still collect Garbage Pail Kids. Still very much an active collector. Uh, of garbage pail kids i'm a gpk cool. uh you know i uh, uh uh but 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 apart from that as a kid as much as i like gi joe and transformers growing up in the 80s um never had a transformer believe really? it or not had a lot of gi joe i always but i i think the action figure my interest in action figure started with uh my ad driver which i got I, I still have uh including weapon cool uh, and he's still in decent condition but my my attachment to it uh this piece of plastic is just it's an emotional attachment i don't care how much it's worth I really yeah don't. yeah yeah my my ad at driver's loose to all get out the one that i've right. had since i was a kid he's like a floppy little bleh. <laughs> right but it was it's it, you never for, i mean to me it's just like there you, there's certain things you don't forget like your first kiss or you, you know your first star wars figure i put it like right up there any of you guys can relate to that do you have like a first favorite toy oh man I have a closet of first favorite toys. <laughs> <laughs> See, yours will be Transformers, if, if the, right? Oh yeah, for for the most part, or or at least uh, you know Japanese robot toys, you know pre Transformers from like the you know late seventies, early eighties. The, the the that's the 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 super early stuff for me. I got a really nice Valkyrie from Macross Robotech. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, original uh, like the the uh, yeah that baby sitting like. Right in front of me. It's beautiful. Yeah, see, that's it. the thing. It's like you, you. I mean, how do how do you explain that to, to somebody? You've got you you've got this inexplicable connection with the this toy, but it's more than a toy. Oh yeah, like like uh, I got an old uh, uh, Transformers pre pre Transformers. It's the the blue swoop, um, the 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 ter- uh, pterodactyl from the Dinobots, and it's like you know in the states it only ever came out in red, you know, and I have the like the pre Transformers blue one, and it's just like. I will never get rid of that. And it's like, it, it, it's just too cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, uh, my folks are on the way to visit us for when the boys arrive in late December. And uh, they're retired and spend a good chunk of the year in an RV traveling, uh, probably righting wrongs and, and helping the poor. Uh, or they might be parking in in, in uh, Walmart lots. I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> but they are they are bringing some of my old star wars awesome. stuff because i think that's what happens is uh one of the one of the ways anything that gets left at your parents house comes back to you is when you have kids and so uh i'll get to rediscover all all kinds of things that i'd forgotten i even had and they won't be in great shape but they will be the things exactly the figures and toys that i loved and 
it'll be fun to share those. Uh, they'll probably get uh, chewed on and eaten, but they got a little chewed on and eaten even when I was a kid. So <laughs> it's the harm. It's the love that matters. And so it's funny to talk about that in relation to uh, having fatherhood incoming. It's like, yeah, this gives me a whole new way to to access and share my love for this it's stuff but it's not stuff it's more it's stories it's all the kinds of stuff that uh that were in my experiences uh as a kid that may, some will stick some will miss uh, but it'll be really fun to share regardless yeah you'll you'll, you'll find there's an extreme lack of geeky and or star wars uh infants uh a baby uh, uh, you know, toddler. There's just such an extreme lack of it. It's it's frustrating, actually. <laughs> you need some. We did, uh, we did have a, we did have a baby's shower. I think baby's shower is what you say when they're twins. Uh, yesterday, and my wife came home with. Uh, let's see, I've got an R2D2 shower head, which I don't know when the when the <laughs> boys will be showering. I don't think that's going to happen right away, but I'm glad people know us well enough and love us enough uh, to have that be in there. And I think there are a couple of Starfleet uh, onesies, which oh, is okay. fun. One is a red shirt. I'm a little concerned about that, too. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, no. If you're having twins, one of them is always disposable, right? <laughs> We got two. One of them will turn to the dark side, and you'll have to get the other one to either turn him back or, you know. Jason, you got any uh, favorite toy memories, first-time toy memories? No. (laughs) Jason's like, I didn't have toys until I was, like, 25. Well, they didn't didn't let us play with any violent toys. (laughs) Jason had a deprived childhood, guys. Aww. Well, I, I I was unable to uh, play with, uh, Dungeons and Dragons because it would lead to uh, Satanism. <laughs> there you go. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a big thing. Big man. Was... Yeah, God, they made they wrote books about it and everything. Yeah, God, crazy. If Satanism had actually been as big as we thought it was back then, we'd just have big Satan churches and stuff. But it Dude, never it... really take off as much as everybody was afraid it was going to. If Satanism had, had become such a big thing the way they were so damn afraid of back in the 80s and whatnot, we'd probably be in a slightly better place today than we are. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so politics, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Chris, do you have a favorite collectible? We'll bring it back to collectibles and things. You know, I, I don't know if I have a favorite. I, Vader is my chase. Yeah. I mean, if, if I see a, a Vader, it's... Yeah, and I, I I'm actually, be, uh, believe it or not, kind of loosened up. I'm like, you know, I don't really. I found like a there, there's a, a new Vader backpack they had at a store, and I was like, yeah, it's 15 bucks. I'm like, eh, maybe on clearance. Yeah. But you know, 15, I'm like, nah, not worth it. Uh, five, yeah. Yeah. 15, no. That um, happened to me the other day. I'm a, I'm a Yoda chaser, and then Yoda's my first, and I also just love Chewbacca. But I don't have as big a Chewbacca collection. But I saw the backpack the other day, and I was like, oh, that'd be good. I could have the robe and the backpack. But they wanted like 30 or $40 for the backpack. I was like, well, I don't need a backpack then. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's uh, it, it's not really, uh, uh, you know, something that I, if I see it and, it, 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 and I'm driven, like, oh, well, that's unique or that's cool, and, it, and it's a decent price, then, then I'll go for it. Uh, I tend to earn a lot, uh, or I earn gift cards. So... I'm able to, you know, offset the cost of, of a lot of the the addiction. 
uh, or passion, <laughs> interest, collection, whatever word you want to use. The uh, but if I had a, a favorite, you know, I, I guess Vader is a general focus. Although now it's going to be very difficult, uh, you know, with the the uh, the the new movies coming out because yeah, yeah, you know, I, I already see a lot of interest on on, on BB-8 and Kylo Ren and Phasma. Um, the AT-AT driver, if only because, uh, number one, there's not a lot of them that, that have been produced. I, I would say probably my, my first my first AT-AT driver, my, uh, uh, or I, I say AT-AT, A-T-A-T, whatever. I say AT-AT also. Yeah. Uh, well, and here's the thing. I ended up watching an old Kenner commercial on uh, YouTube, and they said AT-AT. And so I know where I got it from. Yeah. That's probably uh, so the same thing. Yeah, I probably saw the same thing, and I was drooling over it as a kid, and it just exactly. became the ad at. Yeah, uh, you know, I uh, yeah, I'm an adult fan of Lego, so minifigs. I don't know if I have a favorite. I mean, it's it just depends on you know, I guess the the, the realm. But uh, I guess my if I have a favorite in my collection, it would still be my first ninety nine cent ad at driver. <laughs> did you see the new sideshow one? Yeah, I did, but you know, and I, I've got a couple of sideshow you know products, but. Uh, I like it. I would love it. I don't know if I necessarily love it at the price that you know they're offering it outright. Yeah. Um. I'm not a completist. I can't be. I can't. Oh no, to me either. No to. way. Yeah. Um. It's nice. It's. I mean, but that's the thing is like for people who love detail, like an incredible level of detail and posability, and you know, all across the board, it's amazing. I've got a, a sideshow, uh, um, General Grievous and a Darth Vader. Um, uh, Cap, or I'm sorry, uh, Commander Wolf. Uh, so I've, you know, I've got a few, and I like it. I, I, you know, but I, you know, honestly, my scale is 3.75 inch. <laughs> cool. You know, I entered their contest because they had a contest for it. So someone's uh, going to get one for free. <laughs> and so are you going to make the uh, the big uh, uh, trek here to the new Vader monument that's uh, that's popped up in Ukraine? <laughs> the Lenin. Yeah, statue. yeah. Uh, so I saw that, and I ended up tagging. A f- I know a few people who are into three D printing, and I said, "Hey, could someone get me a three? Can make? Can you make a three D model of this?" <laughs> and so I'm, I'm I'm throwing that out there. I would love to have a three D model, like a three D printed, even if it was a low resolution three D printed model, uh, ABS, PLS, whatever it takes, uh, of of that statue. I think it, it'd be kind of neat. Not the Lenin statue, but the Lenin statue with the Vader head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they did a full cowl, the everything. It's yeah, crazy. I know. It was it's crazy. really impressive. I it was, and I'm like, someone has to three D. Someone has to three D three Dify it. Um, <laughs> I have uh, the closest thing I have to. I, I don't know if you consider this kosher or not. Uh, there's a a guy named his, his handle's Mucky Chris, and he's on he's on Twitter as I I don't I don't know if it's the exact. Uh, username but mucky chris is his name and mm-hmm. i know that's his handle on etsy and every once in a while i get something really cool on etsy and he he was doing uh, 3d buddhas 3d printed buddhas and he had a vader buddha so i've got you know three three sizes of the the, the vader the buddha statue with the vader helmet uh he's got other characters as well um yeah, yeah etsy's kind of fun i ended up getting a uh, actually here i mean i can, I can play it for you um <laughs> On Etsy for every year, I'm going to try for 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 my daughter getting her something rather uh, something that means something, you know, from from her father for Christmas. And on Etsy, I found a way you could customize your own music box, including the, your own music. And so let me go ahead and wind this up here. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. 
Can you hear it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. So it's a little music box. It says on the top, it says Jedi, like kind of like punched out with a Darth Vader silhouette. And on the bottom, it says Heart, your Vader. And Vader, in <laughs> du- or I guess Fodder in Dutch, V-A-D-E-R is how it's spelled. Yep. But it's pronounced Fodder, is, is father. So v- Vader is father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew that when I took German back in high school. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. A little, uh, a little, little clue dropped in there for you. Yeah. With all the news that dropped this weekend. How excited are you? I mean, what was your first reaction to that poster? Um, you, you mean uh, the, the 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 new reveal, the, uh, the teaser, or I guess the trailer? Yeah. In, in the poster, I you know I like I I like posters. I'm I'm yeah, that's not my thing. I enjoyed it as as a piece of art, but some people salivate over it, and I'm like, oh cool. <laughs> it was like, eh, you're like okay. Uh, I get I I get excited over the toys, the action figures, right? Yeah. You know I'm I vehicles, eh, they're okay, but show me the figures. I don't get out of the way. You're like, what are the three point seven five inch <laughs> figures? I don't care how many points of articulation they have. Uh, you know uh, that's if I had a focus, which is killing me because now I mean I love it. I would have killed for this as a kid. The the, the vehicles now come with figures, which yeah. makes it great, but also frustrating because now I gotta have vehicles. So, uh, <laughs> See, I'm a ship guy, so any of the, the uh, ships, like TIE Fighter, X-Wing, you know, I love them. So, nah. you know, I mean, I I wish the Milano had a better model out right now for that, because, like, any vehicle, any ships from any of the movies, or especially sci-fi, I, I'm really into, and I love, I dig having the toys for. Nice. Yeah, I never got into the vehicles, ever. Um, and, and, of course, I, I, I well, I, I love the, 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 the trailer. I uh, ended up minutes after... Uh, it went live on ESPN. I was watching the internet, and someone had tweeted it out. I'm like, okay, I figured this was going to happen. Yeah. So I recorded a, a reaction. I, I watched it, yeah. Yeah, and and some people said, oh, you know, oh, my God, it was way over the top. This is not real. Why didn't you play it back at the same time? And and my wife said, she, she watched it, too. She said, you know, if anything, you were kind of, you were subdued. That was yeah. kind of actually underplayed. And uh, yeah. not, it was it was legit. It was it was straight up. I just don't, I'm always careful on, on YouTube or anywhere uh, playing back any kind of uh, you know material that might get me flagged or might get you know something something go wrong, you know because I don't own the copyright to anything, the music, the the dialogue or anything. So I played it safe, and at this stage, it's got like my reaction, my stupid reaction video, has got like thirty thousand views or something like that. <laughs> You're mostly quiet during it. <laughs> I know. Me, I'm just reacting, but I'm like my eyes are all over. The yeah, place. yeah. You know what's? I, I'm trying to take it all in. I had to. Uh, I had to watch it the first time, and then I went back and I tried to sync up my my iPad so that it would be playing at the same rate that you're yeah. watching, so I could figure out what your eyes were reacting. I know. I know. I was like, wait a minute, what parts he reacted to there? And I'm like, okay. I know. I know. It, it, I should have done it differently, but th- that's the problem when you're dealing with somebody else's copywritten material. Is yeah. Inevitably, if, if they decide, hey, sorry, you can't play this, the whole thing gets yanked, and I'm yeah. like, I'm, it's not worth it. Someone else can do it. Uh, to me, it, it just it it it, uh, it wasn't worth uh, doing. But I've been dealing dealing with content for for a long period of time and, and take it a bit more seriously than some people. Yeah. Do you have a favorite moment in that, um, Jason? If you want to plug your ears, you can. <laughs> By the way, Chris, Jason knows absolutely nothing about this movie. He's going. You know, to I I I'm jealous. Fresh. <laughs> I, I'm jealous because I can't. I mean, I hate spoilers too. So, um, to me, I think. 
what was most exciting because I, I, I but then again i remember growing up and i used to love thinking oh what what are the new figures that we're going to get right you know yeah. who's this admiral akbar this guy looks great <laughs> yeah Gosh, here, here's proofs of purchase i'll send them in um there were certainly a part where um well how do i say this without spoiling it um do you know any of the characters who are going to be in it yeah i know a handful of them okay do you know any like hand, name some handfuls some hand tools like yeah. no hand <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know the three main new characters? No, no, no. Do you know any of the... Like, who do you know? I uh, I believe there's one, uh, Kylo Ren. Um, I think that's the only one I can name off the top of my head. I've been, I've tried to be uh, pretty pure, and uh, but that's a pretty memorable name. So, so. so do, you, do you know, like, I mean, they're new characters, it, just new characters, or do you know, happen to know... I know it's... that they're going to have, uh, what, uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca. Okay, okay, so okay, the original okay. Okay. be back. So, so yeah. there's a part where Han Solo says something in the tra- in the, the trailer that is so incredibly deep because of his the gravitas this character has and the 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 perspective that this character has that is just, it was so I'm like bam it hit me like a ton of bricks oh like, yeah I know what wow part, yeah it, I'm like mm-hmm. that is so incredibly like you have it, that that to me is just incredibly powerful was this um, the uh, it's all real line. Yeah, it was. It was. He he said something specifically in the trailer that was very uh, because of him or his character, his role. You know, everything we've known Han Solo to be. He says basically one thing, just one thing, like uh, two or three words that is just so incredibly. Uh, I mean, gravitas is the best word to use to describe the weight behind yeah. his work. It opens uh, up the story to such potential and possibility because you're kind of like in one hand, you're like, did people just not know? Do they not believe? Like what? I don't want to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> but I thought I said the same thing. I thought after I got done with the, the reaction, I watched, I watched it. I reacted in watching it the first time. My, my emotion, I was just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. This is, this is amazing. Oh my God. Oh my God. What, what? The second time I watched it, I actually had more of a, uh, I, I let myself, uh, I guess, experience the range of emotions versus just being overwhelmed by excitement. Yeah. So the second time I watched it, I was actually, I felt, uh, I guess, a more emotional, uh, on a more emotional level, I, I was feeling more emotions. Yeah. Uh, the second time I watched it. Uh, but specifically, that, that you know, like, uh, you know, leading me to believe that, wow, this is, this has got this is this is going to be very 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 weighty. This, yeah. This is this is a uh, it's it, it could be good. Oh, I think it's going to be a gem. It's going to be amazing. It, it, but in a way different from the prequels because we didn't with the prequels we had an idea of Anakin Skywalker and the story of Anakin how he turned to the dark side. We we kind of you know, fudged some details in our heads. But with this next trilogy because we've got interplay between a classic trilogy character set that we've known and loved. They've, you know, they've now gotten older. We've got that perspective. And that, to me, is going to... For people who are worried that it's going to be the same as the prequels, it can't be. No. Because we didn't have characters that we came back to yeah. in the prequels. We had ideas of who those characters were, but we didn't have that them established in lives because we're not going back in time. We're going forwards in time. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, my... If I had any concerns... And in walking into seeing this movie, I have zero expectations. Zero. Zero. None. I don't want to expect anything other than this to be a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And and I, I'm, I'm resolute on that. Well I, well, I am expecting that there'll be stormtroopers in it. Yeah, I'd expect that. So I do have an expectation. Uh, well, 
but at the same time, I don't want to. Yeah. You can't hold it to an ideal that you had as a, a fifth grader, or you know, uh, you know, the idea, you know, of when you were younger, because ultimately, you're never. If you've ever revisited something from your childhood, like a physical place or something, and it just doesn't resonate, you know, then there's something that's I think it's it's very time sensitive that you know a piece of yourself or a piece of culture, um, you know, and I, I just I don't want to harm the film by holding it to an ideal that has already been idealized. Uh, so I, I'm I'm going into it with open eyes and open heart and, and just wanting to enjoy the experience and feel like I've gone to a galaxy far far away and that's honestly it's how I felt with the prequels. Yeah, it was it was in a it was I I enjoyed seeing the movies except for I didn't by the time Revenge the of the Sith rolled around I was kind of like um you could have done so much better. Um, see I thought they got better with each one and I got more excited did. to see them as they came out. They but. Did get, but okay, so I'll fast forward in my own timeline. When I saw them through my wife's eyes, and I experienced Star, she she never saw anything until we were together. When I experienced them through her eyes, I appreciated the the prequels at a deeper level than I did prior. So I watched them through her eyes. Yeah. So having Jedi or having this child will give me a chance to experience Star Wars in in a completely different way. So I'm having a chance to. You know, not look at it through my own preconceived notions of what's good or what's bad, but to accept it as a, you know, number one, a part of canon, can't reject it, uh, and number two, through you know somebody else's perspective. And I, I think, uh, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that the prequels were the best films of all time, but uh, my wife liked them, she enjoyed them, and and, and I kind of like, I just let go a little bit, like, yeah. uh, no, this wasn't, this, this wasn't the same. Uh, and it helped. It helped a lot by seeing it through somebody else's eyes. I, I think I've I think I've grown more fond of them in the, only in the last couple of years. I've begun to see their merit. I think as an older, as a you know more mature adult, and just looking back at them again and again and again because I pretty much watch all the movies at least once a week. Oh, well, by watch I should say they're on in the background while I'm working on stuff at least right. once a week. <laughs> so you're gonna leave me to be the cynical one, of course. Of course, as always, <laughs> Rob. As always, Rob. You. <laughs> Yeah, we all, all have our part to play. Well, it's oh, it's right. obviously the prequels are not without. I mean, they're not. They weren't done well. I and no, I, you they know, were and not. they were not done well. And I think we can all agree on that. Lucas is not a mastermind when it comes to dialogue. No, uh, you know, he's a great idea guy. But the great, further away great. he stays from the rest of the production, the better. But you know what? That was exactly laid out. There's a magazine that's out called uh, Saga. Oh, God, you can get it at uh, 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 grocery stores right now. It's like a compilation of magazine articles called, and it's titled, and I, I almost walked by it, The Epic Saga. And it's a compilation of articles from uh, Vanity Fair, Wired, Vogue, The New Yorker. And in there, it, so, it goes as far as to say, Lucas is more of a, a, a big picture kind of guy. Yeah. And that's exactly where he should have been and where he should have stayed. Um, we have to deal with it. I, I think Lucasfilm is, is, and even Disney, and well, to a large degree, Hasbro has a sense of humor about it. They've got the Jar Jar Binks and Carbonite. It was in a recent <laughs> Rebels Recon. Uh, in the background, I've actually seen it in person at Lucasfilm. There's the figure, which I would love to have at some point in the future. I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars on it though. So, um, <laughs> the Jar Jar and Carbonite. I think. <laughs> But but to but to put it all on that it just it it's it's a it's a mouse fart in, in the grand <laughs> scheme of what compels me to 
enjoy the escapism and in, in, in enjoying this, this the Star Wars uh, the galaxy, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and and to just kind of like I accommodate it in my head. It's kind of like oh, it's kind of like the comic books. I'm like okay, well there's a story. Was the Princess Leia series my kind of story? Eh, maybe not. Was the Lando? Maybe not. Was Darth Vader? Is Darth Vader doing well with the new uh, Marvel comics? Yeah, it's it's okay. And I guess to me now, after reading the new Marvel comics, which I like, I didn't grow up with comics, but I enjoy these stories. I enjoy the backstories. Um, I'm putting the prequels in my head. I'm putting them square within the realm of the the comic books. Like it's just yeah. it, it's comic. I, I think my only still issues today are because um, I, st- I I have really grown fond of uh, Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones and then the Clone Wars series that fits in with all that you know the television series by Dave Filoni and them and my only real problems are the uh, I mean just a lot of it just holds in the Phantom Menace I just think he went way too he went too far back and and then uh, and then I just don't like how he changed the duel between at the end of a uh, revenge of the sith i mean well, I, don't, I don't know if you have the original book the adventures of luke skywalker that was that came out in like 75 76 but the whole first chapter of that book describes the fall of anakin skywalker and the battle that he had with this other dark jedi and the emperor watching on with obi-wan helping out and how during that battle him and the dark jedi fall into the pit of lava on mustafar and uh, uh Obi-Wan leaves thinking they're both dead, grabs the lightsaber from Anakin's lightsaber, and then one of the hands reaches out and starts cl- climbing back out of the lava. And the Emperor says something to the effect of, give yourself completely to the dark side and I will teach you how to save your wife and friends, you know. And he's like, I give myself completely. And he pulls him out and he goes, now you are Lord Vader. So you as the audience still aren't sure, is that the other dark Jedi or is that Anakin? Like, who is it? You know, because Anakin starts having the whole thing where he's like, we can't kill him, Obi-Wan. He, you know, that's against the Jedi Order, which he left in the film. But in this case, he did it with uh, with Mace Windu and and his him against the Emperor. You know, but I was like, I liked the idea of reading that book and then not knowing who who Darth Vader really was. Well, that doesn't it doesn't make for a Hollywood ending. I guess not. Yeah, right. You know, I I, and I never I never got into a lot of the books or like a lot of the comics. Most of my exposure was primarily through the the original films. And and you know when you could see them in theaters because we didn't have on demand, we didn't have apps, we didn't have Blu-ray, we didn't have any of this crap. Uh, you know, but now uh, I accept the ending for what it is, and I right. it fits into the story and fits into that film well, and it fits into the whole arc now, I guess. You know, and, and uh, there's no to me, there's no wrong way to be a fan. There's no wrong way. I mean, if if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, for better or for worse, I think a lot of it could be fixed with edit. I think it, eventually Disney may go back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Disney and, edit. <laughs> you know, one would hope. I mean, it's been done well by fans. It's, oh, I know, it's, yeah. It's been done very well by fans. And, you know, and that's not to take away from what's there. And I think Disney's doing a fantastic job with with what they've got, uh, you know, in, in terms of how they're building things. I, I, I think it's, it's been very orchestrated. And in, 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 in Disney know they, they, they've got a lot writing on this. Um but I, I don't think that uh, I've been disappointed to this point uh, for, from what uh, from what's been played out. Oh, I think this new movie is just going to be amazing. I, I I just yeah yeah I no mean, I mean I'm obviously this is this is yeah to me it's bigger than Christmas and I love Christmas but yeah it's like this is the only thing I'm asking for is a Millennium Falcon. I don't care if I don't like the movie. It's just I want the Millennium. <laughs> 
Well, Chris, you know, it's um, it's getting to be about that time. I, I just want to say, you know, I look forward. Chris is one of the guys that I'm going to go see the movie with. I grabbed a whole buttload of tickets, and some of them are for you. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and I and, can't wait to see the film with you. I, I just I just think it's going to be a great experience. Here's the only problem. We're, like, going to see it, what, three times? Yeah. Um, <laughs> in, in real 3D. So the problem is, because they're giving out the 3D glasses, you got Phasma, Stormtrooper, Kylo Ren, and BB-8. Yeah. So I don't know how, how we're going to pick them, if they're just going to hand them to us. But, like, I have a feeling I'm going to have to, like, go to you know, and chase the other, the fourth one to have a full collection of the real 3D glasses. <laughs> you're like, right. You're right. It sucks. I didn't think about that either. But, oh, it yeah. Sucks. Maybe we could ask. Maybe we could ask. Uh, <laughs> and Rob will be seeing it with us on one of the times on the Friday. Yes. Awesome. So you'll, you'll get fun. to meet Rob in person as well. Awesome. Yeah, I, I pretty much cleared my schedule. Like, that. don't bug me. <laughs> don't bug me. Stay away. I wanted to clear my schedule, too, but that's about the time the twins are incoming. Oh. Uh, though, who knows? Maybe, kind maybe of they you? could have their first <laughs> viewing earlier than anybody has ever had a first viewing of a Star Wars movie. Nice. True. Just, just, just have your wife have some surgical ports installed in her stomach so that they can just see out. I mean, <laughs> you you had me at surgical ports. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and on that note, Let's uh, port our way out of here uh, and uh, call it to the end of the show. Chris, it was a great time. Thanks for coming on with us. For sure. And Lee, Rob, Jason, thank you for joining. Pleasure as always, sir. Always appreciate it. But before we go, we got to talk to Brandy York and check out some of her art on Get Your Geek On at the Con. The little segment we do at the end where we highlight an artist or someone we've met at one of the conventions we've gone to, and give them their two or three minute spotlight. So here we go. Take it away. Me at Geek Girl Con with Brandy York. Get your geek on at the con. <laughs> so I'm walking around Geek Girl Con today, and I ran across this Han Solo drawing that looks to me like it's the Han we see in The Force Awakens. And being such a huge Star Wars fan, I was immediately drawn to the table and found that she has all kinds of other amazing artwork that I'm seeing from various different things like Firefly. There's even some Doctor Who, right? And, um, and there's also this style of art that I would say is, um, what do you call that there? Art Nouveau. Yes, Art Nouveau. And I've always been attracted to the outlines that Art Nouveau does and she's got some great stuff, great characters in the Art Nouveau style. And I just wanted you to, to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your artwork. Uh, my name is Brandy York. I have been a geek and fangirl of all different genres for as long as I can remember. Uh, started with Disney and it's kind of evolved beyond that. Uh, but I still harken back to my Disney days from time to time. So there's, I do some Disney stuff just for fun. Uh, I do a lot of uh, recently more tabletop RPG type stuff, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, things like that. Uh, definitely a lot of Art Nouveau influence. I love Mocha's work. And yeah. so I, I love to try to find ways to bring that into my work as much as I can. But I also love portraiture. So like the Han Solo piece was, okay, yeah, I need to draw him today. And that's <laughs> that's how a lot of my fandom stuff happens. It's like, okay, I'm in the middle of playing this game. I really need to stop and draw that character right now. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's how a lot of my, my fandom just goes in every which direction. That's cool. Yeah, mine too. I mean, if something just catches my eye or I start watching it and I really enjoy it, 
It doesn't matter, I just get hooked on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so many series out there, there's so much good stuff, and everybody's so accepting of geekdom and fandom nowadays that it's just running rampant. Yeah. You can't even keep up. Like, there's so many series, like, I would love to get involved with that, but I have 18 others over here that I'm still trying to watch through, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, let us know where, where everyone can find you online. Uh, you can find me at uh, brandyyork.com. That's Brandy with an I. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, all Brandy York Art. Uh, yeah, any, pretty much all of my social medias. I have some stuff on YouTube, uh, speed videos, time lapses of work being done. Not a ton of videos, but there's a few up there that are kind of interesting to watch. I, I'm a sucker for time lapse. <laughs> I can sit on YouTube for hours and watch other people draw. So I like to put some of my own stuff out there for other people to enjoy. That's really cool. I never really thought of that. I haven't even looked at any of those. I'm going to have to check that out. That's cool. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, there are some amazing artists, and you go, oh, that's how you did that? Okay, I have to try that now. <laughs> and then I always like to find out, since I'm a geek show and we do all things geeky, what are you geeking out about lately? Oh, man, that's a loaded question. So I am currently, my big geekdom is this uh, Geek and Sundry Twitch show called Critical Role, which is basically nine voice actors playing D&D. And it is absolute crack. If you like tabletop, if you like, and these are some very well-known voice actors as well, uh, it's it's all improv. It's all done on the spot. It's story. It's group storytelling on the spot, and none of it's scripted. It's amazing to watch. So yeah, that's that's my recent addiction. That's really the word for it. It's addiction. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I, I like Geek and Sundry, and I'm a big D and D fan. So that's something I'm gonna have to check out. I didn't know that was up there. Oh yeah, they started it back in I think March, and had no idea how people were going to grab onto it. And now we're all known as the Critters of Critical Role. <laughs> That's great. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's fun. Well, hey, thanks a lot for spending some time with us and being on the show. Oh, my pleasure. Are you having a good con? I'm having a fantastic con. That's great. Good to hear. Wish you well. Thank you so much. So, keep it geeky out there, everyone. And we'll talk to you next time on the Super Awesome Geek Show. Anything you want to add before we run out, Chris? Uh, uh, may the force be with you. All right. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show with John Adams, Jason Rigdon, Eric Locke, Matt B., and Rob Clifford. The Super Awesome Geek Show is part of Kingdom of the Geeks. We put up new episodes every Friday. You can find us on iTunes and on the website at superawesomegeekshow.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Follow us on Twitter at awesomegeekshow. And if you'd like to help, you can support us on Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash superawesomegeekshow. Or make one of the purchases of our fine toys, art, and collectibles on the eBay store, stores.ebay.com slash kingdomofthegeeks. All your support does help, and we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to be on the show, just contact us, superawesomegeekshow at gmail.com. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks a lot for listening, and see you next Friday on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Super Awesome Geek Show!